All right, we are back. It is a new year, new episode of the Second String Pod, new me, (laughs) but we're back. Second String Pod, baby. We made it. 2021 is upon us. First podcast of the new year. First podcast of the start of the second string. I'm telling you, I said it in the uh, year-end podcast. We're going to the moon with this. We're going up, up, and away with this podcast. I do kind of want to do a – I have a bunch of ideas. I have a bunch of ideas of different things. Like I'm obviously still unemployed jokes on me, I guess. I don't know. But with all this time on my hands, I'm like, dude, I know I do one episode a day pretty much, which is kind of a lot. No doubt, bro. I don't do fucking anything. I watch movies. I play a little bit of Warzone, and I apply to jobs. And then I do this. I I've been debating. I've been thinking about it. I might have to start doing like two episodes that like some days maybe or just start making these episodes like hours long like an hour long i don't know i'm not really sure what way i want to go because it's weird some of these some of these episodes some of the topics so let's say like this weekend or coming off the new year it's been four or five days since i've done one of these i kind of through from new year's eve till yesterday this whole weekend i was just kind of like all right this is my last I don't know, last little spurt of 2020 or last little spurt of just like not doing shit, kind of just whatever, hanging out, watching movies, playing Mario Kart, just bumming around. Today's Monday, the start, the start of the grind of 21. There's a lot to talk about from the weekend, for instance, like Lions, MSU hoops, um, Michigan and Harbaugh. Some people are saying that he's already signed an extension. Some people are saying he's doing everything he can to find an NFL job. Um, Red Wings start in 10 days. The Pistons are going. Um, the Lions, obviously, season over. Time for a coaching search. I've been watching movies out the wazoo. I've been listening to jazz music. I watched the movie Soul, the new um, Disney Pixar movie the other early yesterday. Not my favorite in the movie in the world, but some interesting, I thought, like thought-provoking points and, and messages of the movie. Also, just like I've been listening to jazz, I guess I'm obsessed with jazz. I don't know. But there's a bunch of shit I want to talk about. So like those days, let's say there's a day where there's a Lions topic, a state topic, and then like a movie I want to talk about or or just a random thought. It's like on one hand, do I upload two separate episodes on a day where one is maybe Lions and, and MSU and then the other one is like movie, move, like talking about a movie? and make the Lions one, the sports one, like 40 minutes, and the movie one maybe just like a 15, 20-minute quick hitter. I don't know. Or do I just make it all like an hour long and then throw in all these random topics together in one episode? I'm not really sure what the best way of doing that is just because what what I'm trying to establish too is like people come here for different reasons. Like when I was doing the Bachelorette things, and I'll probably do the Bachelor when that gets going, Like some people just care about that. Some people just care about MSU. Some people only care about the Detroit sports scene. Some people just come here because they like, I've, one of my friends said, like, I just like the movie stuff. So all this different stuff's going on music too. I want to do more music. Like I, on one hand, it probably makes more sense to just make one longer episode and then, okay, I'm done talking about sports and you don't want to hear about movies. You can turn it off. Or on the other hand, it's like, I don't want, you know, people now they're like, oh, I don't care about that topic. So I'm just going to skip the episode where if I do it in those shorter, like two separate shorter episodes, you can just 
listen to the episode you want to listen to. But at the same time, now it's more confusing because there's two episodes going out a day. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure the best way of doing it. But like I said at the top, there's all these new things I want to become like I want to fucking get after it this year. I want to like make this podcast and make what I'm doing undeniable. I want it to be like in people's faces like you can't ignore it type stuff. So I don't know what the best, most effective way of doing that is. I guess I could probably like Google it or look at other successful podcasts and be like, oh, what's their formula? Because you look at a lot of the Barstool people too. Obviously, like the big ones, like Pardon My Take and Call Her Daddy, like those massive podcasts are just like they have their genre. Pardon My Take, it's just sports. Call Her Daddy, it's just banging each other and giving blowies. I get that. But then you go, some of them, like KFC Radio, for instance, they talk about movies, TV, stuff happening in life, sport, like they talk about everything. So I want to be more of the, oh, Nick Bradley, like interesting guy talks about all this different stuff. Like maybe I don't, he talks about sports all the time. Maybe I don't give a shit about sports, but I like like his movie takes or whatever. I'm interested in that. So I want to cater to multiple audiences. I don't want to just be like, if you're not into sports, then fucking forget about it. I don't want that to happen. I just don't know what the best way of making that happen is exactly. So, um, with that being said, if anybody has suggestions or like, what would you prefer? What do you think the best way of doing that is? Please let me know. I pre I would appreciate some input from the people that are, are the ones listening to it. The ones that are actually going to be affected by it. So I don't know. Maybe I'll try a little bit of both. Maybe for like a month, I'll do it multiple episodes a day. And then the next month I'll just do longer episodes. We'll see. I'm not really sure, but there's a bunch of stuff I want to do. New year. Like I said, I want to build this thing. I want to get after it this year. Felt like 2020 while I'm proud and I'm happy. I started doing it and I was dedicated. I think it's, it's tougher, even though like a lot of what I talk about, it's a lot of sports and things. It's tough to put out an episode every day, even though they're only 30, 40 minutes, it's tough to do one every single day. Some days, like one those days where I talk about charcuterie boards, I still don't know how to say that fucking word, by the way, is it charcuterie, charcuterie or charcuterie? I just still don't know how to say that word. Is it like shark or char? And then is it cooterie or cuttery? I don't know. But when I talk about those kind of topics, like that stuff is kind of tricky to think of. Like I want it to be something funny, something entertaining, that is relatable, but at the same time, like that's a random fucking topic, charcuterie board, char- whatever doors fitting in the doorways, like all those things. So it's tough to put out an episode of a, a day, but I still feel like there's room for more, especially, like I said, unemployed. So I still got time on my hands. There's room for more. And I want this to become like a legit fucking thing. I think it has already become a little bit of a legit thing. Like I think 2020 kind of proved to me, that it works or like the concept is there, the idea is there, the, the, the market's there. Now it's like, I, now I just, it's time to get after it. 2021 is the year where we execute and make it happen. And like I said, you can't ignore it anymore. Now, like, you know what it is. People know what it is. So that's, that's the goal. I want to just turn up the, turn up the pressure on everything. Shirts, more designs, more podcasts, all that kind of stuff. I want to turn it up. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure what the best way is to do it, but like I said, I'll experiment. And like I said, I want to do more stuff. I know this is primarily sports heavy and that's what I, that is the initial idea. Like that's what I want it to be. I want to be the Barstool or Barstool Detroit. 
I want to be where Detroit sports fans like that's where they go listen to their fucking stuff about Detroit sports. Patricia gets fired. They go to the second string pot. We hire Robert Saleh, second string pot. Mel Tucker lands his 10th five-star recruit in the class of 2022, the second string pot. That's what I'm looking for. So now I feel the only way I know how to do it, obviously, like I said, too, I want to get more guests, more people involved, more people that know about it and spread the word, the better, obviously. But the only other way I know is just turn up the volume, turn up the pressure, just put more and more out there where there's just a higher chance people stumble across it. So we'll figure out the logistics, but also like content matter, like more music. I kept saying that last year too, and I just didn't do music. Like I did a couple podcasts music related, but not enough. Like I want to do more music related things. It's tough too, because like you listen to a real deal podcast with producers and editors and all that shit. I'm sure a lot of times when they talk about music, they probably clip in music. Like I can't really do that. So you're like me talking about music is just going to be me talking about music. There's no interludes of the actual music, (laughs) even though that sounds kind of ironic, I guess, saying it out loud, but that's like part of the issue with music. Um, Movies. I've been doing the movies. I'd like to do more. I watch, it's like embarrassing how many movies I watch. I kind of don't even want to say it feels like I watch one every day, which I fucking love it. I love movies. They're incredible things. They make you feel awesome, sad, happy, like nervous. They make you feel these emotions and it's not like things that aren't happening to you. They make it feel like it's happening to you kind of, I don't know. I love movies though is the point of what I'm trying to say. So I want to do more of that. Like I want to diversify away from just sports. Cause I'm always going to just do the sports. Like let's say I'm doing five of these a week, at least two of those, probably three are all like, it's always going to be sports. That will always be my base, but I do want, like, I'm interested in more than sports. I want to talk about everything I like, everything I like listening to or watching or or thinking about whatever it is. And I said as well, I want to do stores, more stuff. This kind of is tied in, I guess, with movies and like pop culture and music, but the mentality stuff you see on the, if you follow the Instagram at the dot second dot string, I've been posting more kind of like a branding thing like just simple little phrases like today is like 2021 will be my year just a quick it's a it's a solid color picture just with words on it simple they catch the eye they're cool and like it's a positive message just shit like i think about shit that when i wake up i'm like dude like in my head i'm like 2021 were like this time next year this thing's gonna be big may obviously probably not huge it's gonna take a long time but it'll be bigger like I, I just believe in in what I'm doing and stuff like that. Like 2021 will be my year, the positive reinforcement, shit like that. While I mix it in with jokes like Clemson minus seven and a half. I did one where it's Clemson minus seven and a half is like robbing a bank without consequences. Didn't prove to be true, shockingly. But like where I, I wanted to do some where it's like positive, just like fuck yeah mentality type stuff and then other joke kind of things. I don't know. Just another quick short form way to get my my personality across and what I'm thinking about. I don't know, trying to make people laugh, trying to make people think like the Clemson thing, like even though Clemson got fucking killed, I got a lot of messages from friends where like they I mean it was just funny. Obviously it's funny because I'm like super confident and they stink. 
but stuff like that where it's like i just those people are like ha that's funny i enjoy that like i'm trying to make people entertained and humored so bunch of different stuff there's a bunch of different stuff i i think the main message of what i'm trying to say is i want to just incorporate more than just lions state red wings fucking the basics i I think that a big part of this next step is getting among guests and things like that but just from me and and the content and the matter of what i put out is just diversifying more more movies more stuff about music more stuff about just stuff I think about just like random thoughts that pop into my head, things like that. And then more stuff where it's like, I'm just trying to make jokes talking about fucking why like vacuuming every day. My parents seem to think like that's a thing people should do where it's like, I'm the floor is just going to get dirty tomorrow. Like stuff like that, where I'll never understand. I guess that's more of the human condition of mine where I'm like, I'll just never understand that people are like, we got to clean every day. Why? It's clean like once a week, hell clean once every two weeks, stuff like that. So that's the plan. I just wanted to come on. I don't know. Felt right. Felt normal to start this podcast. The first podcast of the year. Um, fresh, fresh start for everybody. Everyone's mind, right? Hopefully everybody's feeling good. You hopefully everyone listening part of this too. Like I want to get people pumped up. Like, like I said, movies make you feel good and stuff like that. I want, well, if you're listening to me based on the lines, you're never going to feel good because I'm always negative because they fucking suck. But when I do talk about other random like life stuff, I want to make people feel good too. Like I hope 2021 you're sitting there right now. Like this year's going to be awesome. I'm going to do this, this, and this. I got my goals laid out. I know what I'm focusing my energy and attention on. I know what I want to happen, what my priorities are. Like I'm going to accomplish that stuff. I want people to feel empowered too. Like I want people to walk away like, fuck yeah. Yeah, Nick, you're right. The second string's going to become big and I'm going to get that promotion or or I'm going to, that girl's going to like me or whatever. I don't fucking know. I feel like I always say that those same two examples. What else is there? I'm going to open up my own bakery. I don't know. Whatever your thing is, I hope you walk away when I do the more serious motivational like mindset type shit. Um, I hope you walk away from it like, fuck yeah, like, that, you know, that made me feel good. Like I, I want to give the feeling that I get from other people's work. Like when I watch a good movie and I walk away and I'm like, yes, or I listen to a song and I'm like, yes, I want to give that feeling to others, whether it comes in form of making you laugh or just being like, hell yeah. Or this guy's an idiot, <laughs> whatever. I guess this guy's an idiot probably would mean I'm doing the opposite of what I'm trying to do, but you understand what I'm saying. I'm trying to inspire some emotion in people here. Ah, I was kind of, that was, that was a lot, but that's new, new year. First podcast. I wanted to just lay out the intentions. I wanted to let the pe let you guys know, like what the plan is here. I don't know if it's, if I, there's a reason for me too, but I feel like the people that have listened along all year, the people that have been here from the start, or if you just hopped on at the end of the last year or whatever, this is the first time you've ever heard this. I want the people listening along and who have supported me and who have told people about me or whatever, or even if you don't listen, people I'm just friends with that are nice to me, that are just good people to me. I don't know. I want to set my intentions with you guys. I just want to let you know, like, I'm not fucking just, I'm not just settling for what we got going. Like I'm going to try to make this bigger and better 
and more entertaining and more funny and more feel good and more inspiring, all that shit. I, I'm going to try to make this as good as it can be. Um, and while, while I'm doing so, I figured I, sh- I should just lay out my plans and goals and intentions with the people that I'm doing it for, with the people that have been here all along with the people that have followed and hopefully will continue to follow. Plus like there's a, there's a thing where it's like, like, like your goals become more real when you write them down or when you say them or whatever, like when you, when you physic like make your goals physical, like you put them on a piece of paper or you say them out loud, then they become more real. Like they become, you become more dedicated to them. So it's like on January 4th, 2022, I want to look back on the podcast from January 4th, 21 and be like, man, I did all like, I said I was going to do more music. I did a lot more music. I said I was going to get more guests. I had 10 times more guests. I said I was going to do more movies. I did more movies. I said I was just going to do more in general. I did more. Like, I want to look back and be like, look at all these things. I I laid out my plan for 2021 and I executed on that plan. I did. I followed through with that plan. That's what I'm trying to do. I just want to lay it out, let you guys know what to expect and Obviously, the the end of the year one was more my sappy. I love you, everybody, for listening. I still do. I still love everyone for listening. But now it's like fucking grind mode. The love fest is over. The holiday season's over. The mushy feeling, marshmallows in my hot cocoa, let's get under a blanket and read a book, that's done, though. That's done. Now it's let's get after it. Now let's go to the coal mines and shovel coal into the steam room until this thing blasts through the stratosphere. That's where we're at right now. And I wanted to lay out my intentions with the people that I care about, the people that this that this is really calling to. So that being said, I'm glad everybody's here. Welcome back to a new year. Hope you're feeling right. Hope you're determined. Hope you're ready to get after your goals and and just upgrade your life, baby. Just level up, man. Whether it's personally, professionally, just doing shit for fun, traveling, whatever. I hope you're with me as we get after it this year. 2021 is going to be a good one. It's going to be a long year. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs. But at the end, we will come out better on the other side. So I'm excited to um, follow along with everyone. I don't know. That'd be cool too, actually. That's just an idea I just thought of now. Like listeners, like shit, send me in shit you're trying to accomplish, stuff you're trying to do. You accomplish it, send it in. We'll give you a, I'll, I'll give you a shout out. Talk about how awesome it is. Bring you on. I don't care. Let's make it like, uh, let's follow and push each other to accomplish what we're doing. All right. Enough about the 2021 and new year's goals and all that good stuff. Here's the plan. Like I said, I haven't been, I haven't done one of these since new year's Eve. So there's a lot of shit that's happened. I have a lot of shit I want to talk about. And we're already in the first predicament predicament of, do I do two in a, in a day or one long one? Here's what my plan in a few moments, I'll take a break. And then the second half of the show, We'll talk in honor and in the spirit of there being a new year and a fresh restart. The lion season has come to a merciful cathartic end. Finally, we're in the off season. We're going to be able to go get a new head coach GM, figure out the direction of this long tortured franchise and fan base. Oh man. Um, just bringing myself down right immediately after I was pump- pumping myself up. Anyway, symbolically with the new year, hopefully a new regime and new culture comes in with the the Detroit Lions. We'll talk about the end of this year, how metaphorical the game against the Vikings was, 
the metaphoricalness, that's not a real word, of the season ending as the new year begins. Um, and then tomorrow we're going to get another sports-heavy one. Tomorrow, which would be Tuesday, MSU plays Rutgers. Big win Saturday for the Dogs. Needed it. Um, I'm going to save this, this MSU hoops talk for tomorrow. But anyways, Rutgers MSU tomorrow, so we'll preview that. Talk a little bit about MSU hoops. Clemson, I, I everybody knows I was all in on Clemson. I just want to spend five, ten minutes on what a fucking travesty that was. What happened to Clemson? I thought they were good. I don't – that'll be tomorrow as well. Jim Harbaugh I mentioned at the beginning. Hopefully breaking news doesn't come out between now and then. Some people people are reporting he's he's about to sign an extension through 26 at Michigan. Some people are saying he's doing everything in his power to find an NFL job. I have no idea, but I'll, I want to talk about it. I want to give my opinion on either or scenario. Um, and then there was one other thing. Oh, ah, well, I might save that for another day. But the, um, I do want to talk about Soul, Soul, the movie I just watched, and just the thought. Not like I said, not my favorite movie in the world, not my favorite Disney Pixar. Thought provoking movie though, and I fucking love jazz. The music's cool in it. Um, I want to talk about that. And then kind of after the fact, but I might do a like one segment a week, like top five moments of of you know, top five MSU football moments of twenty twenty, top five whatever, MSU hoops top five Red Wings lines, all that shit. Um, and then I'm also, this I guess is kind of down the road more. I got a deep dive, lines deep dive. But anyways, we got a ton of shit that happened this weekend, ton of shit I want to talk about. Today, we already got you feeling right. We we I told you where we're going this year. So naturally, it's only right. Take a quick break, tell you about the best, the best podcast app in the world. Actually, though, if you're like 2021, New Year, New You, you want to start a podcast, please just look at Anchor. It's like it fucking does it for you. I'm telling you. Um, so we'll I'll talk about that. And then Lions season over. Just kind of a an emotion session of the line. Just put it all out there. So I'll be right back. <laughs> Lions lose. I think the final was what 35 37 Vikings. <laughs> also, how many times have I started like a segment or an episode with that? Lions lose again, or Lions lose. Well, the Lions lost, dude. Feels like fucking every day. Every time I do one of these, uh, my first words out of my mouth are, well, the Lions lost again, like every fucking time. Not that it mattered. Not that it would have been good. Actually, would have been bad if the Lions would have won. But. <laughs> A team so bad that even winning is losing. The Detroit Lions. That should be their tagline. But they lost. It was actually a good game. Fun game to watch. I will give them that. If nothing else, for the first time in weeks, they've put on somewhat of a show. They've made it somewhat entertaining. They've given a little bit of a reason to tune in. Buccaneers, nope. Titans, nope. Other than a couple Stafford throws. Packers, kind of, I guess. Bears, sure, and then whatever. Good game. The offense was mm. Mm. That's what I'm talking about though. With or that's what I've said too throughout the year like with this Lions team, that offense when it's right, it is fucking right. Like that that offense at times, 
it still makes me wonder, even though we had the worst defense in franchise history, when I see that offense play sometimes and they're playing at the level they're capable of and Matt Stafford's just back there like, fuck it, Uncle Rico, just slinging that bitch around. When the offense looks like that, it's like, I know we have the worst defense in franchise history, but I feel like this offense could win a couple more games. Obviously, it can't because that was a prototypical game. It would have overcome. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. That offense, it gives you flashes. It gave us a few of these games this year where it's like, oh, like, what? These guys, when these guys figure it out, like Matt Stafford looks like he's 26 again. TJ Hawkinson says Gronk who? Marvin Jones, it's like, we don't need Kenny Galladay. All these guys, when they look right, they look right. So that was fun to watch. I was glad, if nothing else, if nothing else, it went our way in terms of they ended up losing another just would have been such a Lions thing to just win that game and lose like multiple spots in the draft order. Not that we had the first pick or anything, but if nothing else, it was nice that the offense looked good. It was nice that it was a fun game to watch. The offense, although the defense had no interest in doing anything positive, once again, we've come to expect that. The offense, to all the fans, the loyal fans tuning in in week 17 when the season's been over, the offense said, hey, you know what? We're going to reward you guys for wasting your time this Sunday. We'll we'll put up a few points. We'll score some touchdowns. Matt Stafford said, hey. I'll throw a couple 50-yard seeds that are going like 35 miles an hour through the air. I'll, I'll For you guys, I'll do that. So that was nice. Alexander Madison murdered us. I don't – I'll never understand in football – really, this happens to all teams, not just – it's not like it's only the Lions. It happens to the Lions a lot because we have the worst defense in franchise history and Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn have set this franchise back – years a franchise that was already set back years they set it back even more years nobody seems to like have interest in tackling it drives me nuts watching people play or defenses play and they go to tackle a running back who's just like running in a straight line it's not like he's even trying to to juke someone or avoid a tackle and they just like dive at their midsection with their shoulder and bounce off and the guy keeps running it's like yeah dude no shit. The guy's like 240 pounds. You can't just jump at him, like jump at his shoulder with your shoulder and expect something to happen. I'll never understand people's inabilities to just like hit guys in their legs. Like just wrap up your legs. If you try to hit him in the legs and they do a Najee Harris, like seven foot vertical and, and hurdle you, I'm never going to get mad at you for that. That fine. Kudos to them. They made an unreal play. But what I will get mad at you for is when he's running down the sidelines and you could easily dive at his legs and wrap your arms around his legs. And guess what? If his legs are wrapped up, he can't run anymore. And that goes for anybody, wideouts, running backs, quarterbacks. If you hit him in the legs, he can't run anymore. But for some reason, nobody understands that. And they just dive at their shoulder and bounce off anyway. Like, guys, why does no, – what? Just dive at their legs. It's the most obvious way to tackle somebody in the world. Like even these Derrick Henry guys, it's like Derrick Henry, King Henry, the stiff arm, the stiff arm of hell. I get that. I get that. But you know what's hard to stiff arm? When you come flying in like a missile and just dive at his legs, 
first off, when he's running, his arm probably doesn't reach that low. It's a lot easier for him to stiff arm when you just run straight up and stick your arms out. He's like, oh, okay, I'll just throw you on the ground then. Like, go for people's legs. I don't, I've never understood that. And it's not just the Lions, although the Lions fucking love doing it multiple times a game. Tackle the legs, wrap up the legs. I feel like that's, that should be day one of like football camp. What are they doing in these OTA trainings every summer where no one's wearing pads and shit? What are they doing if they're not teaching linebackers and secondary players to tackle by like hitting you in the legs? What are they doing then? What are we wasting everyone's time doing? It makes no sense to me. Um, the defense got torched. Weren't playing Pat Mahomes, wasn't Lamar Jackson, wasn't Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins, Kirky, Spartan Dog. So that was good, I guess. If anyone, let it be my own Ken. He torched us. He ripped us apart. He looked like the, the however many million dollar man, $150 million man, whatever his contract is. He was fucking, Kirk Cousins was grittying all over Ford Field. That says enough about what, what happened. Justin Jefferson broke a rookie record, of course, against the Lions. All he had to do was play Detroit, and boom, record gone, like no problem. Uh, I mean, there's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to say. They got killed. The defense got killed. The offense played well. Both defenses sucked. Watching Matt Stafford was awesome, especially considering the fact that for the first time in my life, for the first time as a Lions fan, I think that genuinely may be Matt Stafford's last game in the Honolulu Blue. I really do. For the first time, I'm not saying it's going to be. I'm not saying I necessarily totally want it to be, although I kind of do just because I feel fucking bad for the guy. I'm more saying it the first time in my life I've ever thought it was a real possibility. I know last year some people were kind of saying, oh, are they going to get rid of Stafford? But I never really thought it was an option that was even being considered, to be totally honest. For the first time in my life, I think whoever the new GM, new uh, coach is, there will be a serious conversation held within the Detroit Lions organization on whether or not Stafford wants to, or they want to bring Stafford back or not for the first time, which is fucking crazy to think about. Like watching those games, it feels like the last like four games too. Stafford's just been ripping people apart. He didn't play against the Bucks last week, but that Tennessee game, he played really well. The Packers game, I thought he played well. The Bears game, he played well. Texans wasn't great. And then the Vikings game this last week, he played well. His last four games, I think he's played great. And you watch him, and it's a side. A side of, oh, he's the best player the franchise has ever had, or the best quarterback we've ever had, besides the fact that he's been here for 13 years, besides the fact that he loves Detroit and gives back to the community. Besides all that, besides he's the fact that he's a great leader, besides that he's given us so many memorable comebacks and moments and games, despite obviously not achieving kind of the penultimate achievement of winning a playoff game. Despite that, like when you just watch the guy play, you watch that game against Minnesota Sunday. And it's like, this dude really is like incredible. Like we've really been lucky enough. It kind of fits the, um, it kind of fits like the, the spirit and the idea of the new, of the year ending. Like you look back and it's like, we've really, gotten to watch this guy every Sunday for the last 13 years. Like that's fucking, we're so lucky. 
I was watching Red Zone yesterday too. You go to Miami, Tua, every time he threw the ball, it was an interception. The Jets thought they had their guy in Darnold. He stinks. Like all these guys, you can go around the league, 20 of these guys, it's like, man, this guy is terrible. Even Kyler Murray, like some of the people where it's like they're the young up-and-comers, they're the future of the league. Even Kyler Murray, the last like five, six weeks, he's had a lot of moments and games where I'm like, is Kyler Murray good? Like, are we totally sure he's good? And he's a guy where I think most, at least casual NFL fans probably sit there and go, yeah, Kyler Murray, like the Cardinals are lucky. They got a guy, they got the future figured out. And then you watch and it's like, do they though? Like this guy kind of messes up a lot. Like the Bears with Trubisky, he although he's been better, I will give him that. But you watch Bears games and he still has like one, one, two throws, plays a week where you're like, Mitch, what the fuck are you doing, guy? And Stafford has those too. But Stafford, more so than those, Stafford has plays and moments where you're like, what? How did that throw to Marvin Jones, even though we'll get into the refs, even though it got called back on a fucking terrible call, nonsense call, a call that that referee, those review officials should be punished for. That throw was like a 45-yard, like, dime. Like, the ball never looked like it went 15 feet off the ground. 45 yards, laser beam. Like, he has throws like that, and you're just like, Dude, what? The throw to Cephas in the end zone just splits the safety in the corner. It's like, this guy's electric. The guy's arm is electric. He can make any throw on a football field, and he can make throws that you probably can't make. He made that that Tennessee throw. I know it got a lot of publicity. That Tennessee throw where he's looking off to the right and just throws it right up the middle to Jones between like four defenders. Like watching that, it's like, what did this guy just do? What did he just do? The fact that he even has the nuts to attempt to throw like that in an NFL game, let alone fucking execute it perfectly, put the ball on a dime. And we've been we've been lucky enough to have that guy as our quarterback for 13 years. It's crazy, man. So watching the game, it was kind of nice. It felt like we were released because we didn't need to win. It was better if we lost. So it's like we were released from the results and released from the fact that the defense has been nothing but a disappointment, released from the fact that the front office and ownership has been nothing but a disappointment for the last however many years. It was cathartic because it felt like we were released from that, and we just got to watch for maybe, maybe one last time, maybe not as well, but we just got to watch Matt Stafford go play football. We got to watch Matt Stafford just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go play. I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to do my thing and ball out. Marvin Jones said, yeah, me too. Taylor Decker said, me too. All these guys, they were like, you know what? We're just going to go out there and just fucking ball. D- I don't, I'm not going to look at the scoreboard once. It doesn't matter if we win or lose. I'm just going to go play with my friends. And we got to watch Matt Stafford be elite one last time, possibly. So that was that for me was the most enjoyable of the last five, six games because it was like, I don't even care. I'm not sitting there getting all worked up. Sure, it's it's impossible to not at least be annoyed when we miss seven tackles on a run or that throw down the sideline where everyone quits playing and the guy just walks into the end zone right before half. <laughs> I still that play too, I was like, 
Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. How do you allow that to happen? Uh, But the ability to not get super worked up and angry over those plays, just be like, that makes no fucking sense that a professional football team allows that to happen. But you know what? Who cares? And kind of just move on and be happy. I just got to be happy and watch the offense rather than be miserable watching the offense because I knew it didn't matter because the defense was so bad. So that was like a cathartic experience. Just the whole, plus just the whole like nostalgia factor of like multiple times throughout the game, Stafford makes a play. And it's like the first thing I thought of was like, man, what if this is his last game in Detroit? Like just be grateful. Just be grateful that we ever fucking had him. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what this team would be if we didn't have Matt Stafford for the last 13 years? Imagine what this would team this team would be this year. The one game, the one game Matt Stafford doesn't play this year, we lose 47 to 7. Can you imagine what this team would be without Matt Stafford? Vikings game yesterday, it would have been 37 to 3. Titans game the week before, 46 to 7. Packers game 31 to 7. Like, can you imagine what this team would be without Matt Stafford? It would be it's bad. It's bad. Absolutely it's bad. This team without Stafford would be historically iconically bad. Like this team would make a run for 0-16 without Stafford. It absolutely would. It's it just got my mind running about how good he is and how I've said it so many times and I'll forever say it, but how inconceivable it is to me that people really think he's been the problem. Like you really think that you really think regardless of if we get rid of Stafford this year or not, you really think, let's say we do get rid of him. You really think this team will be better next year without Matt Stafford. You really think that let's, let's minimize it. You think the quarterback play will really be better if we get rid of Stafford next year. Like you, the, nobody can look me in the eyes and honestly tell me they believe in that. There's no, there's no way. There's no one on earth with a functioning brain and and humanity, morals and dignity that honestly believes if we got rid of Matt Stafford, the quarterback situation would be better tomorrow. There's just no one alive that could think that. I'm sorry. It just is. Actually, I'm not sorry. You're a fucking idiot if you do think that. So that was kind of my main takeaway from the game. Again, cathartic and and nice too. New year, fresh start. We finally get to end the season. The fucking mercy killing is like the Vikings took us behind the woodshed and just put us down finally. So that was nice too. I'm so, I've said it a million times too on here. I'm so sick of this season. So ready to be done and move on. But the other thing. The other big thing, the referee situation. I already touched on that Marvin Jones touchdown. How does that get called back? First off, how does that get called back? He, A, he has it before he hits the ground. He has the ball in his arm, clearly possessing it. And then he hits the ground and the ball gets loose. And guess what? He still has the ball. And their best angle is a shot from behind him where you never see the ball touch the ground. You just see his elbow hit the ground with the ball in his arm. You never see the ball hit the ground. You All you see is next time you see the ball in his hands, it's in a different position. Absurd to me that you could make a claim. Didn't matter because the Lions ended up scoring on that drive anyway. Absurd to me that you could make a claim that that was indisputable evidence because it wasn't. Just 
total lie, total, total bullshit. I've said too. I've always kind of half joked that the NFL's fixed. Like shit like this happens to the lines every year, multiple times where I'm like, is it a joke though? Like these refs really don't want the lions to make this a game. And the most egregious one, the Tracy Walker fourth and goal for the, for the Vikings. Now, let me preface this. I'm aware that the, that the refs fucking the lions over helped the lions. I'm aware. It's probably why we lost the game. I'm aware we got a better draft pick. I know. I understand all of that. I'm aware. You still can never make that fuck that call in a game ever. That fourth and goal defense has been putting stop, stop, stop on the one yard line. Play action fake. Tracy Walker comes through untouched in the least violent hit recorded in NFL history. Sacks Kirk Cousins for a loss of like 15. Would have been a turnover. Lions probably would have won the game, to be totally honest. Ref throws a pa- or a rough in the passer call. Watch the replay. Tracy Walker comes through untouched, goes in a straight line, never comes anywhere near. Kirk Cousins' head or face never does. He hits him in the back, wraps his arms around him, and because Tracy Walker's running so fast to make a sack on fourth down in a huge moment in the game that could turn the tide of the game, he tumbles over Kirk Cousins once he hits the ground and like somersaults off. Where's the roughing the passer? He didn't hit him in the head. He didn't hit him low at the ankle. He didn't lead with his helmet. Where's the rough in the passer? He didn't even land the other thing, too. The ref said, oh, he landed on him with his body weight. He didn't, though. He was going so fast. Kirk Cousins hit the ground, and Tracy Walker, like, rolled over the top of him. If he hit him with the body weight, he landed on him with the body weight of, like, Kirk Cousins' five-year-old kid. His, his momentum took him over Kirk Cousins. And the ref throws a flag, first and goal, Vikings score next play. I know it helped the Lions, but you, as the NFL, you can't allow that to happen. If that, imagine if that was like a a game determining a playoff spot. Imagine if that was a game determining like a playoff game, like home field, who gets home field, a playoff seed. That call is the, the worst call I've seen in my entire life of watching football. Like that guy... So here's the here's the thing too now. That guy, that fucking that brain dead molasses headed idiot referee after the game said, "Yeah, he landed on with the body weight, it was the right call." Dude, how stupid do you have to be? You could watch that play in real time, know it wasn't a call, and then watch it in slow motion one time and you're like, "Oh my god, that's the worst call in NFL history." And you have the fucking audacity to double down on it. Like that referee should never be allowed to officiate an NFL game again. He shouldn't be. If you're the NFL, how can you expect people to respect you? Roger Goodell, no wonder everyone fucking hates you, bro. If if, as Lions fans, how is any Lions fan supposed to like you when you let shit like this go year after year? And it's people think the Detroit versus everybody. Oh, Lions get screwed thing is made up. Watch that. And that's not the first time that's happened this year. 
It's not the first time it's happened. It happens every year. Hands to the face against the Packers last year, twice. Fucking Aaron Rodgers face mask that never existed. It happens every single year. People think that Detroit versus everyone thing's made up. Watch the game. And Roger Goodell, this ref has the audacity to double down on the wrong call. You can't allow him to ever ref an NFL game again. If that game, if that game costs the Lions a shot at the playoffs, I I don't know what would happen in the city of Detroit. I would like, I don't know, maybe have to go to New York to NFL HQ. Like, what would happen? What would happen, honestly? That's the issue, NFL. How are we supposed to respect you as Lions fans? The guy made the worst call in NFL history outside of that Saints pass interference, maybe, and doubled down on it. Imagine, imagine the guy, imagine the guy after that Saints Rams game, that PI, the ref saying, Oh, yeah, it was the right call. Guess what? After that game, they said we messed up, wrong call. Imagine the ref saying, Yeah, that was the right call. I think that ref would maybe be killed. And I think Roger Goodell would maybe be killed. I mean, it's fucking pathetic, and it happens to the Lions every single year. People think the Detroit versus everything or versus everyone thing is made up. Watch that game. Watch the Lions every year for, for 15 fucking years. Happens all the time. Egregious, pathetic. People, that's the thing. Usually it's just Detroit people. Everybody on Twitter, national people were like, this is the worst call I've ever seen. Get him out. Get the ref out. The ref should lose his stripes. That ref shouldn't be allowed to work at Foot Locker, dude. Just infuriating, and it's so on par. Like, just chef's kiss, metaphorical for the Lions. Like, in the last game of the year of a season, that doesn't matter. They still are just getting fucked over by the referees. Unbelievable. All in all, though, I'm happy the season's over. I'm happy Matt Stafford balled out and potentially his last game. And I'm just happy we get to move on. I'm happy we get to, I'm happy we're this much closer. We're one step closer to me being able to get excited about the lines. I'm happy. I don't know if it's going to be this week or next week or however long or soon. I'm happy soon enough though. There I'll come on here after we hire Robert Saleh or Brian Dable or whoever. And I'm going to say, let's fucking go. New era in Detroit starts today. I'm happy that that, that is my takeaway from this game, is we are one step closer to that. New year, Lions fucking restart. Finally. I've been begging for this since October. I'm happy. Glad the fucking merciful end is upon us. I'm interested to see what's going to happen next. Like I said, I'm going to next week, I'm going to do the deep dive lions, go into all the coaching people we're hiring, who I want, who I kind of am in or out on or whatever, where I want the the direction of the team to go. Like, I guess if I was the GM, what I would do, we're going to do a lions deep dive where it'll just be all lions for an episode talking about the future sometime next week. Until then, like I said, tomorrow, I'm going to just file through all the other shit that happened this weekend in sports. Um, like I said, Clemson, the Harbaugh extension or going to the NFL, nobody knows. And then MSU hoops will preview Rutgers, talk a little bit about Nebraska. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll do a soul thing. Maybe I'll do a little bit of a movie thing in that one too. We'll see what happens. Either way, I appreciate everybody following along. This new year is only just beginning. I cannot wait to see what happens. 
as always, thank you for listening. Keep spreading the word. Let's keep growing this thing, people. And I will see you tomorrow.